Hello, and welcome back to Voices of the Valley Flora and Fauna. This is Soleil and Ramona Gaylord, enjoying the gifts of nature with you on our radio show as we explore some of the many intrigues found on the valley floor and around San Miguel County. This week, I have been watching the chickadees at feeders and on the valley floor, and I've been taking notes on their behaviors. They certainly are the busybodies of the forest, peering into crevices, exploring tangles, studying twigs and pine cones, and constantly chattering about it. That's the signature chickadee-dee-dee and Phoebe of a chickadee. And when these little feathered beings aren't nesting, they are quite social, and they travel in small groups of up to 10 birds. Other songbirds understand the chickadees' calls, and they will often join their roving little groups. And by relying on the chickadees to watch for danger, the other birds have more time to focus on foraging. This can be particularly helpful to migrants. In fact, a migrating warbler that has just landed in an unfamiliar woodland at dawn can actually take advantage of the experience of the local chickadee. And following them as they move through the forest, they will be relatively safe as a group, and this leads to the best source of food and water. That's incredible. Despite the fact that chickadees are steadfast visitors to bird feeders with an affinity for sunflower seeds, it is little known that more than half of their diet year-round is actually animal prey. In northern winter, they hunt for dormant tiny insects and spiders, including eggs and larvae, and these morsels are found beneath bark crevices and in dead leaf clusters, along branches, and in other hollows. In the summer, they bring in caterpillars to their babies on the nest, actually collecting over a thousand a day. Intriguingly, for the first week or so after hatching, the adults make special efforts to find spiders to feed these protein-packed morsels to their nestlings. Scientists have found that spiders contain the nutrient taurine, which, believe it or not, is found in Red Bull, and this is necessary for brain development and other functions. By the way, um, just for note's sake, there are two species of chickadees here in Telluride. There's the mountain chickadee and the black-capped chickadee, but we're just talking about both species in general as chickadees during this show. Good to note. And as you watch your chickadees at the feeders or in the forest this winter and ponder at their ability to thrive in these cold midwinter days and nights, it is amazing to consider the adaptations and behaviors that enable their survival. Those busy bodies of the forest never rest, and it pays off for them over the year because the chickadees were diligent in the summer, in autumn months, and they put a lot of effort into storing food. Actually, in a single chickadee, those tiny little birds can astonishingly, astonishingly store up to a thousand seeds in one day, or get a load of this, 80,000 seeds a season, according to expert David Allen Sibley. This hiding strategy is called scatter hoarding because the birds simply tuck food into little crevices in a cluster of spruce needles or even into leaf piles. Unbelievable as it may seem, these little birds can remember where each item is stored and at least some information about which ones are the best quality and which ones have been eaten already. The hippocampus area of the brain, that part that is responsible for spatial memory, is larger in birds that live in colder climates where the storing of food is really important. 
This area has been shown to grow larger in the fall to accommodate remembrance of the multiple storage locations. Isn't that interesting? I wish my hippocampus would grow larger so I could remember where I put my keys in my iPhone. Yeah, or perhaps grow during final season. That would be helpful as well. Mysteriously, it shrinks again in the spring, for those of you that are always forgetting where you put something. So maybe the hippocampus has been shrinking for you. By the way, chickadees are not the only birds that store seeds and remember where they stored them. The Clark's Nutcracker, a member of the Keen Corvidae family, can cache up to 100,000 nuts in dozens of different spots at the end of spring and can find them all again up to nine months later. Talk and, about a memory. And by the way, the Clark's Nutcracker is definitely a, a bird that we find here in the Telluride region up high. And the birds dig up those nuts when the snow covers their hiding places. Corvids have also advanced hippocampus areas that helps them find things. Jays, which are members of the corvid family, are experts at hiding food that they want to save for later. They hide the food on the ground by digging a small hole and stuffing food into it, and then they cover it with a leaf or a rock. And they use their navigational abilities and that extraordinary memory, hippocampus again, that is how they can keep track of thousands of different hidden items. Perishable food items like insects are retrieved within days. Long-lasting items like seeds can be left in the hideouts for months at a time. And another intriguing fact is that if a jay thinks it was observed while caching or hiding its food, it will secretly return within a few minutes to move the cache food to a new and better hiding spot. This demonstrates a high level of intelligence, but it also presents the concept that birds have an awareness of the intentions of other jays. Simply amazing. So behavioral studies of birds foraging and feeding has also revealed the theory of optimal foraging. This theory predicts that birds will modify their foraging behaviors in a way that maximizes the benefits while minimizing the effort put forth. If you saw a small bird that was presented with seeds of four different sizes, you might expect that such a small chickadee would grab the biggest seed and head out to the woods to eat or stash it. But remember, if you are a small bird, a larger seed is harder to carry and more conspicuous to any predator that may be watching. And it will also take longer to eat. All of those things involve more effort and so increase the risk of attack by thieves and predators. Small seeds, on the other hand, offer less food value and might not be worth the effort. But if a small seed has a really high fat content and a lot of calories, it may be well worth the best choice. The optimal seed has just the right balance of benefits and costs. This multifaceted decision-making is going on every time a chickadee visits a bird feeder. And there are plenty of times when the cost-benefit analysis leads a bird to choose the larger seed, but it is always a considered choice. Fascinating to think that all that's going on at a feeder. And once this considered choice is indeed made, the seed-gathering bird does not eat that at the feeder like a finch does, but the chickadees will carry the seeds away. And if you haven't noticed that, do notice that they, once they've grabbed it, they're going to carry it right away and they'll consume it in another perch. And you'll usually see them fly to a bird feeder, sort through the seeds using this cost-benefit analysis scheme that takes place really quickly, maybe a second or two, select that seed and fly back in the woods to eat it or hide it. 
This makes their choice of seed a bit more important than if they were just sitting at the feeder and eating like finches often do. While sorting, they are apparently judging weight as a way of guessing the fat con content. Keep in mind that fat is denser, so given two similarly sized seeds, the heavier one is likely to have more fat. After the bird has flown away from the feeder and has found the cover of that forest, the chickadee holds the little seed or food item between its feet and uses its bill to hammer and pry it apart for the tasty morsel inside. All that work just for this little reward. So goes the life of one of our most common and beloved songbirds of winter here in Telluride. I hope you have enjoyed this journal entry of Voices of the Valley Flora and Fauna. And next time you spot a chickadee at the feeder or amongst the spruce on the valley floor, do take a moment to watch. You may catch them making their careful selection of seeds as they travel through the forest or in a mixed flock. And now you can look at that little chickadee with a whole new light. And thank you to, for listening to our show and to Voices of the Valley Flora and Fauna. Thank you, Kodo, Ben, and the Telluride Arts District for your support. Thank you, Kodo.